these looks all over their face My friends all know that I'm cool I've been this way since high school Cause life's never been sweeter when you're just a cake eater When it comes to hockey, nobody can stop me My high school team, I was playing on the top three Now my son is scoring piles Welcome to Youth Hockey Up High School Hockey Podcast Brought to you by the Red Black League I'm Danny Ryan, joined with you is Tony Scott How you doing, Danny? Good, and Carl East Hey, Danny Hey, Carl uh, Well, I got to see Carl this week Or since the last show Yes, you did. Um, in Duluth. Right? In Duluth, I I drove up to Virginia with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not with you, but we we met each other up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I drove over to Carl's place afterwards because I didn't want to drive all the way home. That way. But that can we talk about that Virginia yeah. trip for two seconds? Sure. That was awesome. Yeah, I, I warned you that you're gonna fall in love with the miners building, and you did. Love at first sight. Well, first off, we I went over to the hip, and I think you made the pilgrimage as well over the yeah, hip and like drum. 15 minutes before you. Was that your first time ever there? <laughs> I've never been in the building, no. I, I had never been in the building either, and, and it was just like, it was cool. Yeah. I yeah. want to find one of those pictures of one of the players in the lobby, you know, type cool. of thing. If I could have a Johnny Matches, like, picture in my apartment. Just <laughs> <laughs> a banner hanging off the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I stole it from the Emperor Dome. I'm like, <laughs> that, that does not impress the chicks, let me tell you. <laughs> not there for the chicks. No. <laughs> the man cave is the man cave. Yeah. For the boys. Uh, I would say that Myers Memorial and being able to call a game there with you, that was special. That was, it was a great game, too. Oh, yeah. Fourth and a couple major penalties and met Reed Larson. That was fun. Oh, Reed Larson was incredibly nice. Um but I, I think the more important thing, we saw Mr. Hockey Candidate possibly, too. Yeah, I think so. Jake Seitz so. for um, Virginia is all the bit the range, you know, best He's player right now. Really good. Really, really good. Really good. I thought it was an interesting note. It was on the broadcast. I talked to Reed, and I, I asked him how many times he gets confused for the real Reed Larson. And he was actually, <laughs> I, was after Reed Larson. I was named after Reed Larson. I'm like, why? Because, yeah, my dad was a huge hockey fan, and we had the name Larson. I'm why not name him after a NHLer? So I was named after huh. Reed Like, pretty cool. I, at Schwann's Cup this week, in front of me, these people are talking about how Reed Larson got into a fight in, like, some old man league that they're in. Oh, I can believe that. I mean, any, 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 a fight is possible at any time in uh, old guy hockey. Old men wearing shin pads. Yep. That's that's my brother and I. Like, if you're playing outside and some old guy shows up with shin pads, you get off. Okay? Yeah, because he's gonna hack you because he can't hack him back. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a no-no. Nothing. Uh, other things that stood out to us this week: Minneapolis had a very good week beating Matamidi. Um Brainerd um, had a good performance in the Hilltopper Classic, beating Wyzetta. Uh and Blaine. I, I don't know. Maybe we should have Carl talk about what Blaine did to his hounds. They tied them uh, <laughs> due to two yesterday. Yep, they tied. Uh, the Dodanger making 64 saves on the Luffy. <laughs> so, of course, a, a, a good result for Blaine. And they've had a few good ties now. They tied Centennial. They tied Hill, which is you know, not a great tie, but it's a good tie. And uh, So, Blaine's been making a little noise against some better teams over the past few weeks. 
I'm not surprised by Joe Danninger, Pat Hulk, my right-hand man in the Bantam Elite League, called dubbed him Dan Man. Dan, <laughs> Dan Man, I think he was a sub-two-goal. There's only about three of them in the entire league's history. Ryan Eulen, who was from Hibbing. Very good player. And um, uh, Aaron, uh, Ethan Hader. Uh, Hader. Very good player. Yeah, so... Uh, three good, a lot of good goalies in that league, but not many can go sub two in a league with that many high scorers. So. No, and, so. and and that's kind of like an all star leg. Yeah, rarely do you see even in the elite league somebody put up good stats type of thing. Goaltenders, no. Goal, goaltenders, why? No, sorry. right. Um, well, Carl, did that affect your top ten rankings then with the East? Yes, it does. Let's you hear it. Run through my top ten here. Right, oh, yeah. Through them. So we had a change at the top for the first time all season. New number one is Minnetonka. Yep. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Yep. Number two, St. Thomas Academy. They should one be loss, one, one tie. B. Both two Minnetonka. They should be one B, Carl. Let's just call it like it is. Uh, they've never <laughs> beaten Minnetonka. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Minnetonka has beaten them. Next. Yep. Number three is Edina. Suffering their oh, yeah. first loss to Minnetonka this week, but other than that, looking very good. Number four, White Bear Lake, still undefeated. Yeah, they play Dinah this week. It could be the first 3-4 game in the history of Minnesota hockey where the team goes into running time. Ooh, okay. harsh. <laughs> I, it could happen, I'm just saying. Could could happen. Happen. But yeah. the Bears could win, too. We're broadcasting that game, so tune in to YHH. We'll also be broadcasting that East Who's next on the list? East versus Tonka. Yep, yep. And Duluth East is number five, undefeated, but with three ties now. It really feels like East has lost a couple of games. <laughs> the way Two ties equals a loss. What is three ties? Like one and a half losses? One and a half losses? Three, something like that. Three ties equals one and a half losses to a bad team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Oof. keep going. The number six, Holy Family. Yeah, I like that. I agree. Based on their performance mm-hmm. this week. Yep. Number seven, Crete and Durham Hall. Interesting. I like that. They won Schwann's Cup Silver. Yep. Mm-hmm. Number eight, this is where it starts getting dicey, Centennial. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they don't have any bad losses. But they did not have a great week. Mm-mm. Not great, no. Won't argue that. Uh, number nine is Moorhead. Yeah. And 10 is Eden Prairie. Eden, Eden Prairie played St. Thomas really tough. Yeah, uh, okay. I thought they had a, a decent Schwan Cup, all things considered. Uh, yeah. They flip a coin on Eden Prairie, Hill Murray. That was a tie, so yeah, yeah. it's a flip of a coin. I think it's a flip of a coin at this point. I think Hill Murray's coming up. Yeah, right. Hill Murray's on the right trend, um, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. But let's talk about what happens if if the state tournament was right now. Okay. Okay. So if the state tournament was right now. So if it was held like Thursday. Today's Sunday. This well, if Thursday. Well, it's held on Wednesday. Wednesday. Carl's coming down on Tuesday, so I mean, like. Okay, Wednesday. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have our whole plan. And we were, and we were in charge of seeding both the seven, the double A and the single A. We would seed it right now. What would it look like? Yeah, we're in charge of it. Okay, we're in charge of it. <laughs> we're in charge of everything, aren't we? Yeah. I like that. At least we yeah. think we are. Yeah. 
All right, one double A, uh, Lakeville North making it to state, right? We we're unified on that. Yeah. We're unified mm-hmm. on all of these four win teams. Yep. Well, we should say that we're unified, but upsets will occur. Yeah. One double yeah. A, Lakeville North, they'll be unseated. Everybody agree to that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Minnetonka, the number one team. Uh, I'm sorry, they'll be two double A, three double A, St. Thomas, four double A, White Bear. We are unified on that, correct? Currently. Currently, you're Currently. unified on that. <laughs> Five double A Centennial, six double A Edina, seven double A East, and eight double A Morehead. What a great state tournament that would be. I would be very happy. So would I. I mean, <laughs> upsets are great in sections, but we like our power teams. This is eight powerful teams. Yes. Well, okay. seven powerful teams and Lake North, but yeah. Wow! <laughs> wow. Yeah, you need some coffee. I mean, come on, that's not nice. They did tie Fine. Minnetonka in their second game of the season. In yes, yes. They gave it wasn't a good, for good seven game too. Okay, yeah. so um, Carl's right, just lost Apple Valley. He, he, wow, <laughs> we um gone through the hassle saving our listeners the hassle we we're going to seed them and we we can, we know that Lakeville North will be unseated yeah anybody who comes out of 1 AA will be unseated and Minnetonka is the number 1 seed St. Thomas is the number 3 seed although you don't agree with that Danny I'm okay with it as a person <laughs> I think it's questionable Right now. Okay, so you're suggesting that St. Thomas is better than Edina. I'm suggesting that Edina might lose to Minnetonka later in the season and split the late conference games, which then would give Wyzetta the – or not Wyzetta. That would give Minnetonka the edge of a 2-1 to one edge, and a team that then tied and lost to Minnetonka would have more of an advantage over a team that lost – Two times to Minnetonka. Do you get what, where yeah, I'm coming from that's there? That's really weird. Uh, yeah, I don't and think the, have... that that late conference schedule is just so loaded that I think Edina needs to lose another game to to drop behind St. Thomas in in the end. Uh, I'm I, okay with the three seed, and I'll explain my rationale. It in a doesn't seconds. really matter. You're playing a mystery team anyway in your first game, and you're going to have to play Dinah in the in the semis. It's anyway. not about the yeah. mystery team. It's about the time of when the game gets played. I would rather play a later <laughs> afternoon game than the first game of the tournament, judging how they responded last year to Lakeville South. Wow, you're really overthinking this thing. Now. I'm not overthinking <laughs> yeah. it. I am just a mm. St. Thomas fan. Mm, okay, yeah, okay, fanboy. All right. Uh, anyway. Four double A White Bear will be the four seed. Centennial five double A unseeded. Six double A Edina number two. Seven double A East number five. Unseeded. Right unseeded Moorhead. We all agree with mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. When and if. Game. Yeah. When and if um, White Bear loses. Um, yeah. So let, let's just go through our potential yeah. upsets. So South could beat North. Doesn't and change doesn't anything. change anything. But if Hill Murray beats White Bear Lake, that changes everything. Then Hill Murray should be an unseeded team. And then moving Moorhead possibly into up. that four or five game. Yes. Okay. Agree with that. Uh, Centennial 
Maple Grove, Blaine, Irondale, <laughs> you name it. Doesn't Maple matter. Park. Doesn't matter. All unseated. Edina loses to Wyzetta, which has happened the last two years. Wyzetta is unseated. Mm-hmm. I think they're yeah. the five seed. Yeah, it depends Just what else happens. On, it, it, it depends on what – yeah, and it also depends yeah, on what happens when Wyzetta play this week. Yeah, Wyzetta and Moorhead play this week. But traditionally, when there's a big upset win like that, that team does get seated, and they do get seated into the five seed. I could, I, I could see that happening. All right, let's go through seven double A. Cloquet, Marshall, either of those teams beat East. They're unseated. Unseated. Or Elk River, unseated. Mm-hmm. Unseated. Yeah, unseated. Um, eight double A, Brainerd, St. Mike. Either those, of those teams aren't on my radar. They'd be unseated. Be they'd be unseated. Okay. Well, that was fun. Uh, now here's here's the tricky part. Now if there's only two, let's call it the great four right now of East, I would include into this category: mm-hmm. um, St. Thomas, Edina, Minnetonka. I would say the tournament is not as is a little bit more easy to see the final. We need to have three of those teams make the tournament. For yes. it to be a complicated tournament, we want we want sure. exciting Friday night games. Yeah, I don't want to watch a Friday night game that involves, let's say, a two seed out of one double A, or a three <laughs> seed uh, out of six A, you know, yep. type of thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, it would be exciting for the schools. It We're would be very exciting. In a way, if Creighton were to make the state tournament, that would be exciting for it, Creighton, and it would be exciting for tournament, but it wouldn't take, it would take away some of the luster. It would be exciting for the tournament, but nobody wants to watch running time in the third period of the state tournament. Is that that Anoka EP game a couple years ago? Remember that? Yeah. When Tufty could have been playing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Tufty could have been playing. Yeah. Absolutely. That would have been a little sexier. Sure. <laughs> we like our sexy players. Yeah, you know, so, you've seen Danny crying like a baby when Prior Lake went up on EP last year. He's like, they can't lose. We need Casey in the tournament. And I'm like, Casey, Casey, oh, under my breath. I'm like, it's yeah, weird. We it's weird. His dad is saying that. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to class <laughs> A. Uh, we are unified. We are unified on in one A Mankato East. Uh, 2A, Orno, 3A, Laverne, 4A, Matamidi, 5A, Monticello, 6A, St. Cloud Cathedral, 7A, Hermantown, 8A, East Grand. Let's go through the seeds only. Um, Number five seed, Orno. Number four seed, East Grand. That'd be a great hockey game. Traditionally, the 4-5 in Class A is the best game of the day, yep. excluding last year, obviously. And they did yep. play already this year. We we had a guy at that game over at Orno to kick off the season. And Orno won. Orno won, like 5-2, five, 5-3. Five, it was – they were – won it going away. Yeah, I wasn't there. So. Oh. No, but the score – But fan was on the road. Remember. Yeah, and he's fan was on the road. Oh, wow. I like that. I like that. I like and, it. and they didn't have their goaltender. No. No, they did not. Yeah. Uh, so the three seed we have is St. Cloud Cathedral. It would be a great game with Matamidi on Friday afternoon as the two seed, and then we have the number one seed, our good friends in Hermantown. And our rationale of Hermantown being the number one seed, and Carl put this correctly in our show prep, 
They haven't lost to a Class A team yet. No, no. Yeah, a lot of meat I now have. And and they just won the Hilltopper, so yes. against good teams. So yes. So here they come. All right. Yep. Uh, that was a fun little segment. Yes. Close your eyes and imagine a state tournament held in January. No. Uh, no. I can't either. No. It was cold yeah, enough I, last year. Yeah. Do you remember that Saturday? Yeah. How freaking cold it was. Oh, it was miserable. Yeah. yeah. It was really cold. It was really, really cold. I like the tournament. Not as cold as it is now. <laughs> but yeah. the tournament is nice when it reminds you of spring. Spring, I agreed. Because you're like, oh, it's nice out. I'm done with hockey. Yeah, and yep. I'm done with hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You guys are done with hockey. I never die. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. <laughs> I wanted it to sound cheesy. Hopefully it came out cheesy. You, you All right. Uh, <laughs> Let's go through some news and notes. Sure. Um, Josh Ludke was left the game, Minnetonka game against the Dinah. Injured. No. Wasn't it? Oh, is it, in, it was against St. Thomas. I guess that's St. Okay. Thomas. Yeah. Okay. In the uh, first period. In the first period. I thought it was at the that game. Okay. Um, and then um, let's see. He'll be back this season. It's not like he's gone for yeah. the year. Um, and then Ben Doherty. On the other hand, has returned to Alexandria, and you can see their results already trending back northward. These are leading scorer from last year. And then uh, <laughs> an interesting note: uh, Robbie Stucker um, had a verbal commitment to Colorado College. Is now signed a national letter of intent with the University of Minnesota. So now he's committed to the Gophers, which is interesting. The reason it's interesting is um, his neighbor. His neighbors, Rob and Ray Christie, are committed to Colorado College, so uh we interested to see how how that affects their friendship. You know, I'm sure they'll still be friends oh, and they're good buddies, but everybody it's interesting they were all three headed to Colorado College and now he's gonna be a gopher next year. And CC's a good school oh. for academics as well. So um they don't see, you know, anything wrong with committing to C C. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Um, and the Gophers could be up in the air after this year, the way everybody's talking. A lot of people talking. A lot of people talking. Okay. Uh, let's talk about some games then. Um, so let's recap some tournaments is what I'm thinking and talk about some teams that stood out. Um, Schwann's Cup Gold Division. Um, St. Thomas Academy wins the tournament. They did? Yes, okay. they did. In a shootout. Um, okay. So – this has to be the first time that first and third place are de- determined by a shootout in Schwann's Cup, I would think. Um, yeah. Takeaways in this tournament, Minnetonka is a very good team. St. Thomas is a good team. Edina's should be happy they lost. Going forward. Because it propels them. And I think, um, I think it will help them, you know, some teams need to lose to sh- – show that they're not, you know, godlike. Let's put it that way. Right. And I think that Edina losing might help the morale of the team move forward into um, late conference play. Yeah, I think so. Uh, because I I think the real reason they lost is Lewis Crosby and Kumatsis were injured, and they played. Yeah, that, um, that, that line had looked 100% to me. That line had zero points in three games. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's not a line that gets shot out. No, mm-hmm. no. I mean, isn't that the same line that lit up 
lit up everyone. Holy family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone. Yeah, I just don't see. I, I think it's as an not an asterisk, not like oh they went twenty six and one and you know that kind of, or thirty and one and you know not like that kind of asterisk. But I just think this is a better team when those two get healthy. But I also think in that in the Minnetonka Edina game that Minnetonka stuck it to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. And they were still ripping shots with 15 seconds left on the power play in the third period. Because they wanted to win and they wanted to prove. I had texts from a couple different Edina parents, better team won. And they were. And they were hands yeah. down the better team. Yep. It wasn't like, oh, we got robbed. It was pretty clear. The the best game of the tournament, though, was the St. Thomas Minnetonka game, in my opinion. Yeah. I, just watching those two teams, they're both equally matched in so many different aspects. Well, just like the opener, that game was just back and forth, exciting hockey. And I really, this tournament impressed me with um, Glockner. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought Glockner played a great tournament. You, comfortable Especially against Edina. Especially against Edina. Um, I I think that you know you look at the top teams and Tonka's got a goaltender, yeah, and others don't mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah, I'll never forget in the uh, state ter- state Bantam tournament 2015, uh, Doctor and Hannes ran into each other and Ben Brinkman clean breakaway with like 30 seconds left to tie it. Doctor st- shut the door and and Tonka <laughs> won the state tournament. It's pretty exciting. I was um, – I forget who I was talking to, but think of how good this team would be Tonka-wise if they had Clay Hannes right now. Yeah, if we're going to go to the what-if game, Edina <laughs> wins that one. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it would be a be a fun team. I mean, really fun, much more fun team to watch. A team that stood out to me in their play in Schwann's Cup after I saw them twice um, the week uh, leading up to it um, was Hill Murray. Hill Murray lost in running time on Thursday – um, before to St. Thomas, which was the first time in school history um, that they lost by that margin to St. Thomas. And then they lost 4-2 to two to White Bear in a game that White Bear kind of controlled on them, and Hill wasn't getting good chances. Um, so I was surprised to see them tie um, Centennial and tie Eden Prairie and give Minnetonka a pretty good game. Yeah, I it's a young team, you know. I, I I think the only question marks that I have looking at Tonka is Flyshacker's the leading scorer, and he might not be right, uh, tall enough to ride the Ferris wheel. Yeah, I was going to make a, a height <laughs> comment too, but thanks for stepping on my. But Fly's a very good player. I'm oh yeah, not, he'll be good. But uh, I think what really helps that team is everybody keys on um, Ben Helgeson. And then it really leaves them exposed to people like Flychecker, who can really put the puck in the net. He has like 15 goals or something this year. Impressive number. He's doing really well. Um, but I was impressed by their bounce back ability. Um, was not as impressed with Centennial play in this tournament. They I expected didn't have a more. Good week. No. I, I, we all expected them to be third place. And they just – they didn't put away Hill like we thought they would. Um, and they just couldn't put away teams. Something's missing. Something's missing from a few of our top ten. Yeah, well, it's seasoners. <laughs> with, with Centennial teams, like, as McGregor goes, so goes the team right now. And he's, he is their offense. Yeah, and, and I think that's uh, – you can't be a one-player team if you're going to win state in Class 2A. No. No. 
doesn't work like that. You got to be a three line team. Yeah, look at we don't we just talk about Riley Tufty. Yeah, and look at Casey. Yeah, yep. They turned Casey into a one man team, and he couldn't beat Rapids. No, no. <laughs> uh, that was actually pretty impressive. I I talk a lot about St. Thomas's um, needing to develop a third line. Their third line looked really really good in the. It was very good. Yep. They uh, they only um, had. Tonka was only in their offensive zone twice against Minnetonka or St. Thomas's third line. That's, That's impressive. And I thought Holy Family's third line looked good yesterday, too. I mean, yes. Really good. Like, wow, this is special. Yeah. They're taking it to Moorhead right now. Talk about that for – let's talk about the Hockey for Life, the tradition, um, tournaments. Is that how to pronounce it? Oh, okay, you, cool. you pronounced a word right. Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tradition Hockey for Life Classic. Those really um, tough words. A lot of takeaways. <laughs> so, Holy Family is the only undefeated team. Which we got all got wrong. All got wrong. Yep. I think you snuck in the office early and crossed off my Holy Family and snuck in Elk River. But cause it's sure. crossed off. Sure. We, we could right. say you're right. right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're doctoring. You're doctoring the picks already. You're already doctoring. You're always picks. five minutes early. You're always doctor. five minutes early. Um, Chaska looked good. Um, they had a nice win over Lakeville North. Yep. Um, good, uh, despite some injuries, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, they do have some injuries. In the game they beat North, Rhett Pitlick did not play. He did not play in the first two games, but he did play yesterday against Prior. Okay. Okay. Um, Prior Lake had a good win, a uh, good weekend. They went two and one. Um, their only loss was to Moorhead, uh, three to one, and so that's not bad. No, no, no. improvement after a slow so, start. You know. Yeah. So um, Elk River went two and one. Um, Moorhead was the was we came the more basically it was a championship game yesterday. Moorhead and Holy Family, the two best teams yeah. in the event, two ranked teams. They were both two and zero. Oh. Yeah. Had a little bit of a championship game feel. Not state championship field, but a championship, no. like, oh, this is the biggest tournament game in the tournament field yeah. to it. And uh, I, Holy Family won. I mean, it was, I thought they were the better team. Yeah, they 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 had the better of the third period. They finished, and Moorhead's top line was not there the whole game. I didn't. I thought they were a little bit left to be desired, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I didn't see, you know, I watch on Twitter all the time, Carter Rancliffe, oh! He, he that top line didn't have that good of a game. And, no. and when that top line doesn't have that good of a game and they get shut down. We talked about that after the opener. If yeah. you can shut down that top line, and it's easier said than done, right? Yeah. You can have success against Moorhead. And here's the thing. Moorhead's top line, they need to score, so then you can put um, Hank Meyer Howe's line and bruise up somebody else. And so mm-hmm. – it really feeds on each other yeah. and everything. So when that line's clicking, Moorhead's just so much more of a better team. If Moorhead gets off to a quick start and they're the home team and they can line match you, that's a, that's a hard team to beat. Yeah, yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, any other takeaways from the tradition? No, it was any a, other? I'd say it was a success, successful tournament. Um, we had a lot of good – a lot of fans, a lot of scouts, uh, some good broadcasts. It was fun. It's good That's, good. That's good. A uh, couple news and nuggets. The Hilltopper Classic up in Duluth um, featured a Hermantown team scoring three goals in the last, well, under half of the time left in the third period to win 4-3. to 
three over Duluth Marshall in a bench a five minute overtime tie. Um, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, Hermantown's kind of rounding in the form. But again, that's a team that if their top line is clicking, they're going to win all their games, type of thing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think Brainerd was a surprise in this tournament a little bit. Or Wyzetta was a disappointment, one or the other. I wouldn't say Wyzetta's a disappointment when you put a five to one victory over Cloquet. Okay. But, you know, like that's a good win. Yeah, I've been telling you guys off the air that I think Brainerd is a sneaky team, and and uh, mm-hmm. they're playing well, and Moorhead's not playing well. You could see see your first ever state tournament appearance from Brainerd this year. When um, when you look at, they have probably the most se- they have the most seasoned head coach in that section and a seasoned roster. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not I'm not ter- I won't be terribly surprised if Brainerd can make it to state this year. I'll be surprised. Okay, but uh, still, that's just because Moore has a good team as yeah. well. Oh, a very good team. Um, Carl, do you want to talk about Duluth East week? Um, what about what happened in that Duluth Marshall Duluth East game? Yeah, that game uh, a little over a week ago now, but uh, after our, our last show, so we'll cover it here. Uh, it was an entertaining game, and you know, going into the season, really, I think the big question for Marshall was their goaltending. You weren't really sure what they were going to have, but Cam Brandt came out and had a a very solid game, and then uh, and George Grant has also had a great game for Marshall. He scored both their goals, including one that was a, a buzzer beater at the end of the second period. Just slipped it in as the horn went off, and so Marshall went into the third period with a 2-1 lead. But uh, you know, it's a really entertaining game. East tied in on a penalty shot by Austin Jopi, and then won it in overtime by a, a Logan Anderson goal. So uh, no, and as you'd expect, East carried a lot of the play in this game, but uh, Marshall definitely had they made their chances look good. Um, with that top line, they don't need many chances to put them away. And uh, I think these are the two best teams in the 7AA right now. Uh, let me ask you, Carl, as a as a pollster in our three team, our uh, three person poll of Mr. Hockey candidates, is mm-hmm. George Brannis a Mr. Hockey finalist? I'd say yes. Yeah, we haven't anointed Jake Seitz yet, but I think he's. Definitely knocking on the door. He's he's in the discussion for sure. In the discussion, we saw, and that's what makes this fun. Is you know when we got ten out of ten last year. Now the pressure's on. Can we do it again this year? I don't think we can. I think it's. I think we can go nine out of ten for I, sure. I think there's five kids that we can all agree are locks. Yep. And yeah. then there's about you know a couple that. Then there's gonna be eight for five. I don't know how many right. defensemen we can sneak on there because there's not really that much. It could be zero. Yeah, I don't know if Brady Zemer is a Mr. Hockey candidate, and that's one of the only ones that I can think of off the top of my head. Oh, well, there's there's a handful. Luke Lemaster was Luke yeah. Lemaster. There's a there's yeah. a handful up there, uh, out there. Yeah. But there's not, you know, certain, there's not like locks. You know, we had Robbie Stucker off the list last year. Yeah. Think how good he looked this year if yeah. he were playing high school yeah. hockey. Yeah, I know. So. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about Mr. Hockey and that type of stuff um, in a Yeah, oh, we got show. a few weeks to go. We, yeah, we, we got sure. some shows and we got some, you know, people will stand out until then. Couple, uh, I do want to mention um, one standout player, a red-black player of the week. The Blake School, as I think the Blake School should always be called. Um, Aaron Frankel scores three goals in a 6-3 win over Wyzetta 
which was a shocker, I think, to a lot of people. And it's a interesting section seating then. How that meeting is going to be crazy. Oh, I have. What if Wyzetta beats Edina once this year? <laughs> and they've <laughs> lost to Creighton. And they've lost to uh, Blake. And no, Blake. maybe Creighton. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, I don't want to be in that room. <laughs> no, that that's going to be a lot of yelling. But um, congratulations to Aaron. Um, I saw Aaron play in the league. He was a good player in the Red and Black League. Red and Black League is a great league for a guy like Aaron. He's not going to get in the high school elite league. He needs a place to play. He needs a place to play against some good players. Get, he needs to play against high school hockey players. No checking. So he gets his, he gets a chance to go get 20 games, and Aaron uh, is our red and black player of the week. That's all. Aaron's a kid moved here. We actually played in Edina until last year. Oh. And uh, moved here from the Washington, D.C. Era, oh. area and uh, has made the most of his opportunity here in Minnesota. And he's scoring big goals in big games. For the Blake School. For the Blake School. Go Bears. Go Bears. Um, okay. <laughs> Next segment that we want to do, I'll introduce it, and then, Tony, you want to lead it? Sure. So um, it's going to be about unsung teams. So here's how I'll describe it. Teams that are making good teams move up in the rankings, okay? These teams that add depth to sections, even though they may not win the sections, but they definitely make the section more competitive. Theory be, the theory behind this is the theory behind college football rankings. A win over Kentucky in the SEC section, or, um, not section, conference play, gives more street cred to a team than a win over a good MAC or a good Sunbelt team, conference team. Right. So if you're from the MAC, if you're from the SEC and you beat Ohio and Iowa goes 12 and 0, no one cares. But if you yeah. beat Kentucky, it's like, ooh, I beat Kentucky. Yeah. I like it. Yep. yep. Okay. So who are those teams in high school hockey? Correct. Right? Yeah, that's that's what makes it interesting. So we have no one in one double A. So we've just scratched. Sorry. I think you look at one double A, and if you beat any of the Rochester schools, let's say, cool. And maybe Lakeville <laughs> North, maybe Lakeville South. I think you need to beat Lake uh, a Lakeville team if you're one of the, our you know, say a top 15, top 10 team, but we're not going to say that they're an unsung team and you're going to move up in a section when you're the number one, you know. Right. These are teams you're going to have to beat. I think Prior Lake and Chaska are perfect examples of two double A. If you beat Mm -hmm. those teams, you've you've gained some street cred. Let's put it this way. Chaska (laughs) has the second most current D1 commits on a team. Oh, yeah. Well, behind Edina. Current D1 commits. Yep. 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 Um, and they're good. I, I like their team, especially when they get on the power play. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Kester, Kester on the point. <laughs> yeah, they had a they, – they tied um, Lakeville North on Friday with, like, 13 seconds left. I think they had, like, 11 passes. <laughs> and it was six on four, six on five, and it was beautiful. Magnuson ended up getting the puck and just shelving it. It was – he had all kinds of time and space. It was a – this thing it was fun thing to watch. It's fun to watch those skill guys, those younger skill guys that Chaska has. Yeah. So if you go watch that team and you've seen them play, yep. you're going to be entertained. Oh yeah, you're you're going to watch a very like pretty defenseman is the best way to describe yeah, Caster. Uh, they had a couple of them though, not just him. Yeah, but your eye keys on Caster. Oh I yeah, think, just right away. 
But uh, their forwards, Stock and LaBelle and Pitlick and Warner, they're good players. Yeah, they're deep. There's not just more than just those three. Is Nick Olmshad is a kid who played defense his whole life. He's playing for and he's their second leading scorer. <laughs> so hats off to uh, Jaska. That's a team that I like. But, yeah, that's a team that you have to beat, though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You can't lose to them. Here's two teams, and I think one of them's a big surprise. Um, I thought they'd be good next year. It's Egan. That's a team yep. you got to beat. It, as a St. Thomas person, Egan scares me. Yeah. You know why? Because the last time we played them in, like, the section finals, I remember that game, Nick Wolf and Tommy Muck just controlled play, and Tommy Novak couldn't score. You yeah. know, you look at stuff like that, and that's scary. Yeah. Uh, Eastview is another team that you, you got to beat in order to move up the rankings in 3AA, I think. You're going to get some street cred there if you beat Eastview because Eastview's got some good wins and they got a good team, senior-laden team. That's another one of those teams. Yes. Uh, kid on kid on Egan that's just lighting it up is Johnny Myers. He's a young kid, um, freshman, and he's done really well. He's probably their leading scorer. He's a freshman. Uh, he was in our Bantam Elite League last summer and was unbelievable. Yeah. Not surprised that he's doing this well. Uh, 4AA, got to beat Stillwater. Stillwater just was the king of the section for the last two years, although they didn't make it to state last year. You know, they're a team that's still, you know, they're there. They're lurking. Yep. And you you have to put them away. And a good example of that is Cloquet. You know, one of the mm-hmm. reasons why we're not high on Cloquet is sometimes is they can't put away teams. And when you can't put away a team like Stillwater that you should put away, but they're yep. lurking in the weeds yep. for you. I, I, I broadcasted Stillwater the other night, and they're just a team that's going to – if they're, they're going to be successful, it's going to be like that Cloquet game. It's going to be a soccer score, 2-1, to 1-0. One, one yep. And they got a great goaltender, good good defenseman. They're not going to kill you up front. I mean, their their best line is, you know, Tussie, Hamp, and Isley, and they're really, really young. So I, I would I would lean that, that that team will be real good next year, but this is a team you just you got to beat them now. you you got to beat them. Yep. Uh, next section, uh, this is a fun one. Blaine is a team you got to beat. Cough, cough. <laughs> um, harsh, harsh. But, it, it, but look at Carl's ranking. He drops east. Because they come put well, he drops oh, east all the time. All the time. I, that's, okay. I will take that with a grain of salt. But <laughs> road <laughs> salt. But you have to, <laughs> you have to put them away. You really have to I, put them away. I agree. Blaine's a team you got to put away. Irondale's a team you got to put away as well. So. Irondale tying Blaine two to two. We beat them. Yeah. Beat them. Beat them. Sorry. Sorry. Two one. Two one. Sorry. Sorry. Irondale is another one of those teams that's kind of like Eastview. They're just going to hang around. They're going to hang around. And I think that's a team that you just you get you pair with them in a section semi or a section quarter. Watch out. And they're good. Cool. Yeah. Know. Yeah. All right. Uh, 6AA, which is the, the biggest mess ever. There's six or seven yeah. teams in there. Teams you got to beat. Armstrong, Cooper, Cough, Cough, Maple Grove, yeah. and St. Louis <laughs> Park. Yeah, you know St. Louis Park is all over the map. You know St. Louis Park mm-hmm. had three kids in the elite league. Yep, and that's a good team. Yeah, it really is a yeah. good team. Skill there. I don't know if I'd want to play them in a section playoff game. Other than if you're Edina, because yeah. Edina handed them last year, but um, I wouldn't want to play them. No, 
no, no, a good squad. Um, they play um, White Side of this week. That'll be a good game. Interesting for a lot of reasons. Say that again, Carl. Interesting for a lot of reasons because you don't know what you're going to get off White Side either. <laughs> Very true. There's a lot of teams. We should have a segment on that next week. The call them the mystery teams. You reach into the bag and you don't know exactly what you're going to get. Okay, why is that up? Why is that up? <laughs> yeah, you just keep going. You know, there's so many of them. You know. <laughs> Speaking of cloquet, seven double A cloquet is a team that we think is just you don't you got to beat them now. You just have to put them away. If there's one of those deals, you get you they're one, they're on that list of they're they're young. You, you never know what you're going to get. You here's know? here's a good example of that. What's one team that put away Cloquet that's now really high in our rankings? Um, I don't know. White Bear Lake? Yes. Yep. But we look at that, and that's a quality win. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And it, they're Kentucky. They're Kentucky. It's, a, quali- Kentucky. it's a quality win you know, for them. So it, I think that's worth noting. All right, last section, uh, 8AA. Uh, St. Cloud makes its way into Carl's top 25 this week. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a team you got to beat. Um, and then STMA is a team you got to beat. Yep. And the Holy Family did it. Yeah. You know, so some people can do it, some people can't. Those are, That's a team you got to beat. Yeah, these are teams. STMA plays Moorhead this week, so that'll be interesting to watch. Can, can Moorhead yeah. put away someone who they should beat, but. <laughs> yeah. They should. But, yeah. you know, these are teams that. You just you have to you can't overlook you can't look at the next game type of thing because no. they want to beat you they are hungry teams right right um all right next up huh do you want to do a quick class A ones did we do any class A ones I forget no we didn't no no I would say right. Minneapolis of class A oh absolutely <laughs> they had a great week oh yeah. And they just keep sneaking along. You know, and then when they, I was talking about this to you guys via text ring, when they were peewees, this group, granted, Greg, Jake Hale was on that team. Yeah. They won a Class A state peewee tournament in 2013. So, and I know a lot of these might have gone to privates and stuff like that, but they got a stockpile of seniors in this class that I think can definitely give some trouble, really make 2A a mess. Yeah. If you didn't mess here, like, that's a real messy section if, if 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 Minneapolis continues to grow and continues to get better. Yeah, and, and you know how much is it worth to a team that has won before to have confidence of winning? You know, type of thing. Yeah, or to just they've proven that they can win. Yeah, and they're a not, traditional they're not winning. By yeah, it. and not into, how much is that worth? We see it in Tonka this year that those teams are yeah, intimidating. Yeah, they're just used to it. They're just used to it. Just used to winning. Um, probably the only other one that I would mention in single A would be any team in 6A. Yeah. <laughs> any team in 6A. Agree. You Agree. need to put them away, but they could really knock you off. In a On an A level, the, the, a, the, the Fergus Falls is the team. This is another team. You just got to beat Fergus Falls, you know? Imagine how good they would be, though. If they had Carter Rancliffe? Yeah. Yeah. That would be really, really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really good. Really good. Okay, let's move past that. Let's talk about some games coming up this week. Weird timing game. Orno and Minnetonka play at 4 o'clock on Tuesday. So if you're off on Tuesday, Why? I don't know. It really annoys Why? me because I kind of want to see this game. Probably both schools, both schools are out of school. Yeah, that's. 
three. But why four o'clock? I don't know. So mom and dad can't come? Is it like a secret game? We're going to play up in the... We're going to play in a treehouse game? Like, nobody wants play. to go to that <laughs> rink, as I've said before, because it's freezing cold. Is Orno? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it is deceivingly cold. But I hate those rinks. They look brand new. Like, oh, it's going to be nice and warm. You go in there, it's 20 below. It's like, did you open the door and then, like, blast, like, the snow thing from Buck Hill? <laughs> so cold. Rink? Very cold. Um, interesting section seeding game. If it's an upset, Prior Lake plays Eden Prairie at Prior Lake. Prior Lake wins this game. Ooh, Ooh. they're the oh, number three seed. <laughs> that could be good. They're, they would be the number three seed. Yeah, a lot two double A, way too much, way but, too many. So there's a lot of chips here. Still. So um, Minnetonka and Holy Family don't play each other this year. Shocker. No one plays Holy Family. The, uh, because of the events that happened at last year's game. And so. Sure. Yes. Um, so this is really interesting for section seating wise in that section because they won't play. Yeah. But you'll see Tonka and EP play twice. It, it's like deja vu. It's like Eden Prairie and Holy Family won't play. Yeah. Now Minnetonka won't play Holy Family or, or yep. vice versa. And then they're always the one or two seed in the whole thing. Yep. And yep. and I, I just I can't see Holy Family jumping Minnetonka unless no I just can't see that happening. So the one and twos are locked. Now the three, four, fives, it's like a lottery, you know. It really is. Uh, anyways, let's not get into that. Talking about Holy Family, they go up north this week. Um, they play Grand Rapids on Saturday, but they play Greenway on Friday. So. Kind of an interesting um, game for the uh, Raiders there, seeing how they play a good Class 2A team. Seeing, yeah, we'll see how. It, it won't be – you know, it's not a physical Class 2A team, so I wonder how they'll match up with uh, more offensively minded teams. You don't team. think Holy Family's physical? You must have had your uh, – I think they have – I think they're a very physical team. I think they have a couple of physical players, but not a lot of physicality. Okay, I think they're a physical team. I think that's a good hockey team. I think it's a good team. I mean, going undefeated in your tournament is a Min- yeah. But Minnetonka, Holy Family down the road, that's going to be if they play at Mariucci, that'll be a great game. That'll be a really good game. Really good game. Um. Okay. Andover plays Elk River, and Andover plays Cloquet this week. Who can figure out Andover? By the way, can anybody figure them out? Uh, yeah, I, that one. Before you got to figure it out up there, <laughs> Carl. I'd like to get your take on Andover. What do you, what do you know? What do you think? Well, how have you compared them? How do you slice and dice the Huskies? You know, I I, I saw them play and um, they lost nine to three to East. So that game was closer than the score made it look. Uh, you know, they they pulled their goalie fairly early and I think wheels kind of fell off. But they have a decent top line. They can core check well. Um, they're, an, they're an okay team. I think they're probably a five seed and seven double A most likely. But um, but they're certainly a team that's have shown they're capable of playing an upset and are this week too. So let's keep paying attention to them. Now, Carl, if they beat either Elk or Cloquet, how does that affect the rankings wise with computer stuff? Uh, yeah. the, the answer to that is not much because the game, the game is worth the same amount. Uh, section games do count as tiebreakers within QRF. So there's a, some chance they could come into play, but it, it means a lot less than it used to, to win a big section game. Okay. Uh, Which is crazy, because yeah. shouldn't it be decided on the ice and not on the 
computer. Computer? Yeah. Oh, well. I, I was watching an old PBS Nova documentary on wow. um, Deep Blue. Wow. you just admit that in public? Yeah, Deep Blue and Gary Kasparov. And <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. <laughs> and so it's just, well, the computers decided who did it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, as we mentioned before, St. Louis Park plays Wise Out of this week. That's a big one. Yep. Matamidi uh, plays St. Thomas Academy. We'll see how Matamidi kind of responds and if St. Thomas Academy can get by Hubbard. Huber? Huber, sorry. Huber? Um. I don't think we 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 put this one on the uh, docket for our pickums, and I didn't find it to be I'd put interesting it on the enough. Yeah, I just removed it. I'm like, I just don't think this is going to be close. I think St. Thomas is top two, top three team in the state. Double A. Well, I mean, I won't be able to compete against them. Then what do you think of Whiteberry Dino in this week too? I didn't put that one on the docket either. I didn't <laughs> like that one on the docket. I just don't think that. I, I just don't think uh, White Bear is going to be able to keep up with the Dino speed. No, I, I think uh, this is a great bounce-back game for Edina to show how good they are, and I think White Bear gets a dose of reality in this game a little bit. I do, too, and I, I still think that they can get better, and this could be a team that could go to the state tournament. Yep, in the um, first round. Mm, well, where do we have them seated? Four or five? That's yeah, playing East one. again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're going to they tied them. play East again, so... Who knows? Who yeah. knows? Way, way too far away. Way too far away. So are we ready to do pickums? Yep. I think so. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, so recap from oh pickums from last week. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, we don't. I don't want to listen to this. No. I didn't know if you'd actually want to get embarrassed. I'm not on getting the air. embarrassed. You're going to get embarrassed. I did on not the air. pick this wrong. This is. All right. I'll review them. Like I am in charge of them. Okay, uh, Hill, White Bear. Um, I got White Bear. Danny, you got Hill, and Carl had White Bear. So we were, Carl and I win that one. Sure. Um, and then Holy Family, I'm sorry, the uh, Hockey for Life, none of us got that one right. Holy I had Elk River. I think I've had Holy Family. You scratched it off and put no. in Elk River. Nope, no, no. <laughs> and then Lakeville North was Danny. Nice call there. They went they, one and two. They went almost defeated. Wow. Uh, and then Moorhead. <laughs> Carl had Moorhead, which they were close. They were they close. Went two and one. Um, and then there's this other thing, the uh, win, place, and show thing, which has been Go on. been. It doesn't count because no yes, one won the Schwan Cup. So the one Ivy Dyna has a trophy. STA and Edina. And no, I'm looking on the Hockey Hub. I don't see a win. I see a tie. I saw Thomas Academy on the Hockey Hub. There was a great picture of the They have a tie. So there's no winner there. So those these three all get washed away. We all had Centennial as the show, and nobody, and they didn't show. Um, okay. So. Moving on to today's picks. In a photo finish, there there is a picture. It may look like a disputable, disputable photo. I got two points in this pickups. Yeah, in in your league, you got two points. No, in Danny's fantasy world, yeah, you got two points. In our world, you've been denied. You've been outvoted. Shootouts don't count. Actually, take the lead. I take the lead. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, I'm I'm now. Yeah, I'm in the lead still. I I pick up one point, and no one else gets in. I pick up two points. 
So, okay. All right, uh, moving on to this week's pickums. This uh, Zeta. Shenanigans already. <laughs> uh, Zeta, you scratched off my Holy Family. I had no Holy Family. Shenanigans. There. I will give you Holy Family. All right, Wyzetta Moorhead. Uh, that's a good negotiation tool, by the way. Um, Wyzetta and Moorhead. Uh, who you got, Carl? You get to go first this week. I'm going to take the spuds. Ooh. Okay. And Danny? Oh, he's going silent. He's nearly in tears, Carl. This is great. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll he's like stuttering. Are you boycotting Pickums this I week? want to. I really want to. <laughs> this is going to be great. We'll even uh, take no. a bigger lead. No. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to make my move on. Please pass. I'll pick Wyzetta. Yep. I'll pick Wyzetta. You almost passed, didn't you? You I almost, I almost really passed. To, I'm taking my ball and going home. <laughs> you guys can't you play gave with me that my look. ball. You gave me that look. Um, no, I, I pick Wyzetta. I think uh, as far as tricky teams go, um, we we saw a team like Holy Failing keep Moorhead's top line off of the scoreboard, and it betting fitting Holy Family. I think Wyzetta can do the same and then get some garbage goals. Wow, they can't get any pretty goals? Come on. I'm no, not admitting to that. He's not admitting to that. Hey, a garbage goal from Wyzetta is a pretty goal. That's true. Okay. That's I, true. I, I'm just saying, they score in the, the gritty areas. All right. This is, I think, besides the Tonka East game, this is the game of the week, I think. Hermantown, St. Paul, Cathedral. Wait, wait did, you're, you're not picking? Yeah. What? Oh. Oh, you want to pick? Taking Moorhead. Are you taking Moorhead? Okay. Oh, he's taking Moorhead. I'm taking Moorhead. Why? Why am I taking Moorhead? Just giving me a little. I think they're going to go back to Moorhead this week and figure it out. And then come down to the city. I think they're going to figure it out. Okay. I do. Okay. They'll they'll figure it out. Uh, Hermantown, St. Paul Cathedral, second best game of the week. So I'm going first on this one. You are going first. Hermantown. No, I'm going to pick Cathedral. I'm picking Cathedral because the last time Hermantown lost to a Class A team in regular season was to Cathedral. Am I right, Carl? Yeah. Yes, you are. It's been five years. Twelve? It's been five years. 2013. Well, 13. Okay. Albeit Cathedral does not have Austin Pagansky, they are still a very good team. I'm torn on this one. I'm torn. It's at the Hawk Dome. I don't think it matters. I think I'm going to go St. Paul Cathedral, forcing Carl to really? take his good friends to the West. Carl, you have I would have, I, I would have anyway. I would have anyway. So. I, I think it's, there's a lot of interesting storylines on this. If Hermantown loses, are they the number one seed in the tournament? No. If, you know, if uh, Cathedral wins, what does that say about them? Like, how good are they? You know, type of thing. There's a lot that will be decided in Class A in that game. There's mm-hmm. about six or seven more games this year that are important. But this is one of the top games of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's one, a conference and section uh, game: Centennial Maple Grove. I think this is. I think none of us are really certain who was going to win this game. Um, I get to go first. I'm going to take my boys Centennial. Of course. On this one. Of course. Of course. Sticking with the Cougs, uh, Carl. That makes you next. I will also take the Cougars. I think they are definitely the, the deeper skating team, so they have a little more going there. And also, have a strong goal to drink. Maple Grove has one too. 
I was going to take um, Maple Grove anyways, actually, on this. I, I, I like Hyder. I, I think um, Maple Grove also has to step up in a couple section games, and I think this is where they do it. Okay. To, and get the Cougars when they're not playing their best hockey. All right, uh, second to last game, uh, another section six game. Now this is going to be good. I, I know who I'm going to take them, but I don't get the, I don't get the choice because I, I go last. Uh, Alex and Sartell, uh, Carl, you go first. Uh, seems like Alex Andrews is in a roll, so I'll ride that train. All right, and I'll do it to, um, to block me. Yeah, just to block. Roll me, right? cards, roll. All right, you're going, Alex, too. <laughs> And which will force me into Sartell, and I'm not really begrudgingly going into Sartell. I think the only reason why we force you into Sartell is because um, Ben Doherty's back. Yeah, oh, for sure. And I, I, I wouldn't have picked Sartell, but I feel comfortable with the Sartell pick because I think they're the, they're the team that everybody forgets about. No one's talking about Sartell. They're maybe eight, nine, ten. I think they they got something to prove here. So this could be the time. How is Section 6A's seeding going right now? Number one is Cathedral, right? Yep. Is Sartell the two seed currently? Currently, I would say yes. If they lose this, then it goes back to Alex. Yeah, and Little Falls is in, in the, the mix, is the mix too. Because they tied, I believe they tied Alex. Yeah, and so uh, it's just a weird. It's in, a good section. Burgess is. I wish either. they were all this good. You know what I mean? I wish they were all this equally, good. Equally. Yoked in mediocrity, you mean? No, mediocrity. We're talking about <laughs> Six Long Cathedral's good. I mean, these no, are no, good, they're, they're all good teams. All good teams. I mean, we need. I think Class A hockey needs sections like Northfield in one A, and you know they need the. I don't know what they were thinking by moving that. They they yeah. need to move these teams where you get a little bit more balanced. You know, section play. Leave it just as like one section that's kind of a three A. Let's put it that way. Where you know that they're going to be unseated every time they make it to the tournament. Yeah, that's fine. I still think you could make a case to put New Prague or whatever someone in 3A to make it a, to bolster the section. Make it make it make it hard to get to the state tournament. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's yeah. all. Anyway. Uh, okay, last game, game of the week. Um, we'll be here at Pagel. Um, I do get to. I don't. I won't get forced into this one. I gotta go. Um, you go first, and then I, I go, go second. So go ahead. Oh, this is a tough one <laughs> because you you probably have the best line in the state in the WMD line, okay? That can make the most damage, but you also have one of the best just all around teams in Tonka. I'm going team on this. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I think. I like Tonka's goaltending ability. I, I like everybody in front of Glockner, and I like Glockner's play right now. Well, this is going to be easy then, because I'm going to take Tonka, and we know it. We're going to hear Carl's case for greatness. Well, here's the thing. There, there is no good reason to pick East in this game. Uh, you look at what they've been doing lately. They've been kind of mediocre against teams they should be beating by more. Uh, Pagel's been an absolute house of horrors for East over the years. So you go back to course, the Hockey Day game a few years back. Was there a Hockey uh, Day there? Yeah. Yeah, then yeah. Uh, Hockey Day at, at Pagel. Oh, God. <laughs> then, then two, two, That's two where years I ago. Like my Hockey Days, Pagel. Pagel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> two, two years ago, there, there were a bunch of overlapping major penalties on East going on. That was also an awful game to watch. Um, 
I remember that. Hawkeye, you know, just cleaned up on East last year, 6 nothing in Duluth. So, I mean, there's no confidence in any of those recent games. Uh, no, East hasn't played one of those top three teams yet, so it's going to be a totally different speed. So, oh, there's so many reasons not to pick East, but, of course, I have to pick them anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, you can you'll get you'll gain some points on the field here if if these can win. That's for sure. We got a lot of <laughs> lot of games, a lot of lot of games in here where we can flip the switch on the scoreboard. That, that's this is an interesting week with those pickums. I don't really. Those are all straight up. Yeah. Kind of good games. games. Yeah. yeah. A lot of really yeah. good games. And after I got you know two points in last week's pickums, I don't see it on here. I'm not seeing it. Doesn't count. Looking. Ties. Ties are not looking. wins. I don't see it. It's it was the who won the tournament and I think we all know who won the tournament. I'm looking at hockey up. I see a three to three tie. Uh, this has been the Youth Hockey Hub High School Hockey, Hockey Podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Carl, going to the close gets shut down by Danny. It has been a, a fun podcast. It's great when you have the ten days. In between with lots of hockey. Yeah, almost too much to talk um, about. Yeah, way too much to talk about and not enough time. Uh, Carl, thanks for joining us today. Danny, thank you for uh, putting together a great show once again. Thank you to Red and Black League for their sponsorship. Check out their leagues if you're a high school hockey player. Uh, Redandblackleagues.com. Uh, we'll see you back on a regular schedule next week, Sunday here on the High School Hockey Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys around the ring. These looks all over their face. My friends all know that I'm cool. I've been this way since high school. Cause life's never been sweeter. When you're just a cake eater When it comes to hockey, nobody can stop me My high school team, I was playing on the top three Now my son is scoring piles He 